You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey again, everybody, and welcome back in to Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? I'm fine, and I'm not going to point out how much time or how many days it is to anything this time. I appreciate that. You yeah. non-time-sensitive bachelor. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I stopped Jimmy. keeping time or a calendar for the benefit of everyone. You're just like a human casino. <laughs> Um, speaking of casinos, go check out betonline.ag, which I'll talk about later. But, uh, Jimmy, the, the news is coming in fast and furious. And by the time I release this podcast, uh, then you know, some things will probably have changed. But so is the world today. Uh, first and foremost, we have the Heisman ceremony tonight. Um, this is the Wednesday pod. Let's pretend like, uh, do a segment I like to call tend like and ten like we already know the outcome and if Devontae Smith did not win this thing um I think we ought to uh riot I'm not saying like go overboard riot I'm just saying flip a few cars <laughs> well uh tweeted earlier today that the Heisman goes to the most outstanding player in college football that's Devontae Smith correct Correct. And here's the thing. Look, I saw where some folks were talking about, well, you know, and Dominican sued and win it his year when uh, he, he was unstoppable. That's true. He didn't. Um, but two wrongs don't make a right and three rights make a left. That doesn't mean shit. So let's let's not continue to make the same mistakes we've made in the past. Um, let's uh, the best player in the country is Devontae Smith. End of discussion. I cannot wait to see his speech because he is a pretty soft-spoken dude. And it won't – let me tell you what his speech won't be. Joe Burrow's speech. Joe Burrow's speech about made me cry. Devontae Smith, I'm, I'm bursting with pride, but I'm, I'm willing he's such a Saban bot that he's going to say something to the effect of, I appreciate this award. We still have plenty of work to do. We've got a formidable team in Ohio State coming up. I appreciate y'all. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. I mean, first of all, yeah, I agree that Burroughs' speech was moving and uh, and and may or may not have choked me up. I, I'm probably going to get far more choked up just assuming that as soon as Devontae's name or Mac, to be honest, Devontae or Mac, I'm probably going to just let it loose like I'm watching uh, the Fault in Our Stars, and and it, it'll be like that. It'll be like that Cardi B and Megan the Stallion song about get a mop in a bucket, but I ain't talking about what they're talking about. Jesus. <laughs> I, I mean, any, I mean, you really could have used any other metaphor, analogy, anything else other than that. I thank you. I, I didn't even say a bad word. No, you didn't, but didn't we all know we had to say word. Cardi B, and you could have stopped there. Um. <laughs> But yeah, it, but, I mean, uh, I'm going to be emotional. I'm going to be emotional. There's no doubt that I will be. But you're right, Devontae's speech. I mean, Fowler, who I suppose is hosting tonight, he normally does. I, I, you know, and it's an hour long show, and they normally announce the winner about six forty five. I think tonight they can announce the winner about six fifty eight. Because if Devontae, 
Devante speaks uh, more than a minute, I'll be stunned. Uh, yeah, that's very true. And um, I think it'd be kind of cool. I don't know what the plan is, but I think it'd be pretty cool if like they all had them virtually there. And while they're all, you know, on the screen, they're various screens. Um, Devonte hears the doorbell ring and he's like, what the hell? And he's got to go. And like, they announced the winner, Devonte Smith, and he opens the door and there's a dude holding a, you know, with a hazmat suit on holding the Heisman. <laughs> you should put a little tiny mask on the Heisman. That'd be funny. <laughs> if somebody funny. Here- and I'll tell you what else is funny tonight. Well, here's an advantage Alabama's going to have is, you know, they have to present the winner with the Heisman, but they can't create all these Heisman trophies and, and fly all over the country with three of them. I think they tell Alabama and Alabama's like, yeah, we got, we got a couple laying around. So if, if Devontae or Mack wins, Alabama's got a Heisman trophy right there in the building and they can just say, here, uh, hold this and yours will come in the mail. I mean, that, that would be great if they put a little tiny mask on the Heisman. If there's somebody that listens to this show is good at Photoshop and you can put a little tiny mask on the Heisman trophy, please do that for all of it. Uh, now, let it me would be fitting. I, I hate it for them that we don't get the normal, the normal great. So much of it's pomp and circumstance, like when they, they give the green jacket, you know, away to the guy in Butler cabin after he wins the Masters. Right. Uh, so, much, so much of that is just silly but it's silly awesome you know yeah. it's silly awesome it's like it's our silly. yeah it's silly and you better damn sure never stop doing it and that's what i feel about the heisman so much of that ceremony is like hey it's 2020 do we really need to be doing this but the answer to that is hell yes we need to be doing it i would do it that way for the next hundred years or more and i hate that Devonte and mac don't get to go to New York and be the big stars in New York City and take their families up there and the coaches and it's back you know on December twelfth and I, I just hate it that that, that it's going to be that but probably Luke ten years from now when Devonte Ormac is in those Heisman House commercials we won't remember that Devonte got his by Zoom he'll just be in the fraternity with Doug Flutie and Tim Tebow and Archie Griffin and Roger Staubach and Steve Spurrier uh, and just go on and on and on. How many from now? I'd say 100 years from now. Do it, do it this way at least 100 more years, right? Well, all those dudes would be dead. <laughs> <laughs> if he's in a house with them, it's haunted. Uh, well, but you hey, know when it's funny. By then, we'll be able to animatronics all of everybody. <laughs> Are you sure they're going to be dead? They'll be It'll be, it could be like Chuck e. Cheese. It could be like Chuck E. Cheese. They got that creepy ass, you know, mouse band up there with sparks flying out of her eye or something. Anyway, um, <laughs> you were talking about silly traditions that, you know, yeah, it's silly, but we still do it. I mean, you could really say the same thing about weddings. It's stupid to spend 40 grand on a wedding to watch two people who are most likely going to get divorced tell everybody how much they love each other. I mean, it's stupid to do that, but we still do it because we have tradition. And and part of tra- being traditional is being a little silly. And I think the highs, it is sad that um, the first wide receiver to win it since Desmond Howard and probably uh, Howard probably wanted as much for his return prowess and his showmanship, the Heisman pose, et cetera, as anything. I, I, I think – I don't think I'm speaking out of bounds here. Devontae's a better receiver than Desmond Howard was. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, 
It's, you know, 1991. Uh, I, I watched so much of Desmond Howard's Heisman season because it was 1991. I was actually, that was my senior year of uh, college at Alabama, actually, when Desmond won that thing. And, you know, I watched Desmond, and I watched Michigan, and I I don't re- if yeah what I remember is Desmond dominating Ohio State in the last game yes. and his punt return for the touchdown where he posed for the Heisman. That's what I remember. I, I, I could swear I could recall other seasons where other wide receivers were more dominating. And I'll tell you one right off the top of my head. I can't remember even what year he was playing, but Michael Crabtree oh. had an incredible year at Texas Tech. Randy Moss at Marshall? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Anyway. So I got so, a Chuck E. Cheese story. Well, I want to hear it. I want to hear it after I tell you about betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is where you want to go. One of our buddies, he just signed up using the promo code locked on, got that 50% welcome in bonus. Huge stuff. Got a lot of stuff out there to bet on right now. Um, you can even bet on the Heisman on there. And as we said, if you want to write into us a potential bet, you know, something, if you're like, hey, I want to bet on how many times uh, Brian Robinson's going to touch the ball, then, you know, send that to us. We'll send it to betonline.ag. They may put a spread on it. They're not promising they'll put a spread on it, but they might. That's pretty cool. Be sure to go to betonline.ag. Use the promo code Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. You can bet on pro football, pro basketball, NBA, uh, which is pro basketball, college basketball, um, college football. You can bet on anything. You can play poker. You can play blackjack. You can play roulette. You can play all these different things. It's video poker. It's so cool. Go check it out, betonline.ag. Very, very easy to sign up. Yes, you can use a credit card. Go check them out, betonline.ag. Jimmy, it would help a lot if you would mm-hmm. not own down your pants while I'm doing a live read. <laughs> <laughs> what what the hell were you doing? We're on Zoom. You could hear all that? <laughs> I just I was looking into the abyss and the abyss stared right at me. Um <laughs> now I, was adjust, right. I was adjust I was adjusting the settings. All right, so well tell I me about I would be the, more clear. Tell me your Chuck E. Cheese story real quick. Yeah, um, uh, you know, we don't, we don't have kids uh, on purpose, uh, but we do occasionally borrow them because we love kids. And we had borrowed a nephew, I believe. This is a while back. This isn't anything that happened super recent. Was it your nephew or an, a random nephew? We assume he was someone's nephew. No, <laughs> it's actually a better story if it was actually our nephew, and we do have a few of those. So uh, we borrowed a nephew – to, uh, to, to have a kid day, and uh, he wanted to go to Chuck E. Cheese, and that sounded like, like all right. Now, I thought, you know, gosh, this is, uh, other than playing the games, this is going to be terrible. But when we get there, uh, it's the first time I ever noticed, because we don't go to Chuck E. Cheese, I have kids, but they sell beer, I, and I didn't know. And I'm like, this is fantastic. This will be a great afternoon. They actually sell beer, and you can listen to the music. And uh, so then I, I get a, a beer or six. You know, while I'm in there, I get a beer or six. And uh, so uh, then we order uh, we order a pizza, and the pizza comes. He wanted to eat pizza, and pizza, and I eat the pizza. And at the time, I remember at that particular time, I'm like, man, this pizza is great. This is better than the pizza we normally get from, you know, wherever we were getting it at the time, Pizza Hut. I'm like, man, this pizza's good. The beer's good. 
the music from the mouse was good. And I'm like, hey, this is a pretty big time. But obviously, you know, you drink five or six beers and anything's good. So uh, about four or five days later, I'm in that part of Mobile coming back from some law thing by myself. And I had missed lunch because I had to work through some sort of depositions or something. So I'm in my suit. No. And it's about four o'clock. No. And I'm like, yes. I'm like, man, you know what was good the other day? The the beer and the pizza at Chuck E. Cheese. So, so I'm by myself. I swing into Chuck oh. E. Cheese. Oh God. And order the pizza and a beer. And it never occurs to me until I'm in Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> eating my pizza and beer that like I just came to Chuck E. Cheese as a lone adult in a suit. And I bet I am on some watch list. I mean, I think the police are going to escort me out of here. And boy, yeah. I, I just had my one beer and I ate that pizza so fast. And got, I bet I wasn't in there for more than 19 minutes. I think it was just about three songs I enjoyed from the mouse. And uh, boom, <laughs> I was out. And uh, it was just one of those things. I guess it's just one of those things that, what, this is a good idea and I'm hungry. And then, then you commit to it and then, then you think your way through it. And they're like, I don't no. think they allow lone adults in here for a bunch of good reasons. When you came in, so, did they keep looking behind you for your kid? Um, <laughs> no. I'm going to tell you, I'm surprised you're right. I, that was my first thought. Was that they're going to call and have you arrested. And you're going to be walking out of Cookie Cheese in handcuffs on the front page of the Mobile Register. Is a very for, formal pedophile busted. <laughs> You were in a in, in Jackie yeah. Chee. Jesus. I mean, in my perp, my perp walk, I'll be you know screaming at the uh, television cameras in my perp walk. I was there for the beer and the pizza and the music. That mouse sings suspicious <laughs> minds like you wouldn't believe. There was a lot of Rolling Stones. That the, the mouse sings. <laughs> I, I, of, I think I, a lot of Eminem and Green Day. <laughs> I remember uh, some uh, can't get no satisfaction. Is what I remember actually. I, no, I have a vague recollection. Megan Stallion and Cardi B. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the mouse is like, here's my new favorite. This is called WAP. If 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 I go to Chuck E. Cheese and that mouse busts out <laughs> WAP, I'm get your mop at a everyone get your mop in a bucket. What hellscape have I walked into? Okay, um <laughs> it's gonna we're gonna try to press on from that, but um yeah. Jimmy, here's something that's out there. And by the time this podcast is out, maybe something has happened. Maybe something's been announced. It's all over the message boards. Um, this is not a drill. There, this is a real possibility that the that the game could be postponed, at least from one perspective. It, it appears that Ohio State has some, maybe potentially some COVID issues, and there is at least heavy rumors, lots of smoke that they want to postpone the game. My personal opinion is if they want to do that, they can stick it where the Buckeye don't shine because I'm sorry, but you know what? You've got every advantage you can get so far. you got, you know, the big 10 had all these stringent rules where you broke about all of them and you didn't have to play as many games as the rest of us. And then you didn't even qualify for your championship game. So you know what? They changed the rules so you could qualify for your championship game. So you know what? No, if you don't, if I'm Alabama and I am an Alabama fan, but if I'm the Alabama Crimson Tide football team, I show up in Miami for next Monday 
and I say, we're here to play a game. If y'all aren't here, tough shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I basically feel the same way in all seriousness. Uh, I'm going to be so angry, probably not over the same things others are, but, but you know, you, you already touched on a little bit. Our, our Ohio State has gotten every break. Every break you could conceivably ask for has been granted them. And now, per, and I'm going by the Ohio State message board rumors. I'm not going by mm-hmm. Alabama's end. I'm going by Ohio State. Per their own rumors as to why they need to cancel, they got two sick guys. Yeah. That's it, two. How freaking Kentucky played Alabama with 45 players. And, of course, they got whacked. <laughs> but Kentucky showed up to Tuscaloosa with 45 guys. And Ohio State wants to postpone because they got two guys out. Well, Alabama's got Landon Dickerson out. He's worth five guys. You know, he's an All-American, and he's out. To say nothing of Waddle, who, you know, I, I know there's a lot of talk that he might play. Maybe he does play. But, I mean, but in, 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 in the reality, how much would he play? How effective would he be? This guy hadn't played a lick of football in three months. So, uh, I, I would be so frustrated. And, and what, it, this is how I know Nick Saban. The Nick Saban I know is probably ten volcanoes furious about the whole thing. But when it comes time to publicly speak about it, he'll be the calmest man in the room. And he's going to do whatever is the smartest thing to do in the world. I don't know what the smartest thing to do in the world is because I'm not the smartest guy in the world like he is. So he'll know how to handle this. I just know his initial gut reaction is he's going to be mad. And it's not because I know him. It's because we've all seen him on the sidelines. And that's his initial reaction to anything whenever something goes wrong. And then he calms down, and then he handles it better than anyone has ever handled it in the history of coaching. So that's what's going to happen after. And and now that's assuming Ohio State gets their way. Here's my feeling is this. If Ohio State's only request to to postpone the game is, hey, we've got two sick guys, I I don't think the college football people – are going to allow them to postpone. I think they're going to have to have more, and then they're also going to have to have evidence because it's going to be too easy for fans, not to mention Alabama, but it's going to be too easy for fans to go, this isn't about COVID. This is about Justin Fields' ribs. That's right. Who are who's clearly compromised and would benefit from another week of not getting hit. And, that and the conspiracy theories would be just out there and huh. and but here's what it screws up luke i mean if you don't play this game to january 18th the combines are less than four weeks away that's the big thing you, and we have several first round picks so do they and you are screwing those kids and what happens when you wake up on january 18th and alabama's got covid cases you can't postpone for them and then not postpone for Alabama. That's or right. what happens on January 18th when they wake up and they got 11 guys with COVID? I mean, when are we going to play this game? March? How many no, of I, I mean, That's what I'm saying. It, it, it's Monday or what? That's why I'm – and, and I would be – to be honest, I, I'm trying to think – I always try to, mostly because I'm a lawyer, I guess. It's my job to think of what the other side is thinking or doing. And when I'm – okay, how would I as an Alabama fan, if we woke up today and we had two defensive line starters, let's say um, – I mean, just pick out our two best, Barmore and Mathis, 
Woke up today, found out Barmore and Mathis were COVID positive and couldn't play. Would I want to postpone? My answer, I, I, I swear, my answer is no. No. No, if that's not all we're missing, no. Because that's typical of the season. That's not an outrageous loss. That's not, oh gosh, this isn't fair. Uh, I, w- I think I would chalk it up to, man, we're lucky we made it all the way to this game with you know, two starters out with COVID. Right. I, I don't think I would want to postpone. I, I don't believe I would. So I'm not being unfair to Ohio State. I don't believe in the same circumstance I would want Alabama to postpone. And frankly, Baltimore is a better player than either one of the two guys Ohio State's out, although they're both good players, it's particularly the dude that racked Notre Dame, Toji. I forget how he pronounces it. Well, Jimmy, let me tell everybody about Built Bar. Built Bar is where you need to go to get those healthy, delicious chocolate bars I talk about all the time. I won't call them chocolate bars because they're covered in chocolate. They taste delicious. They don't taste like health bars. It's like eating a Snickers made out of unbelievably good-tasting broccoli. It's awesome. Um, and it, you can get it in the carrot cake. That's my favorite, but they got all, they got 18 flavors. You'll find something that's Baskin Robbins is like, how'd y'all come up with all those flavors? They've got flavors out the wazoo. Go to built bar, use promo code locked on for 20% off your order. B U I L T B A R.com. It's got all kind of good stuff in there. Much better tasting than like a cliff bar or some of those other cardboard bars that you buy in the impulse impulse aisle. Built Bar is where you want to go to get your healthy, delicious, nutritious snacks. They help get you through the day. They can even be a meal replacement. That's how they're how good they are. They can help you maintain your weight or help you lose weight. You know, it's not this isn't some kind of a trick. I'm telling you, I've been eating these things for a while. They help get you through the day, and they're absolutely delicious. B-U-I-L-T-B-A-R dot com. Use the promo code Locked On for 20% off your order, and then send me a, a direct message, slide into my DMs, and say thank you, Luke, for telling me about this. All right, Jimmy, last segment here. <clears throat> I have a lot of um things I could go into. I actually wrote them down, but then stupid old me, I wrote it in like this orange ink from this pen I had for some dumbass reason. And um, I can barely read it. But since we're running out of time here, um, and this is the last segment, what I'm going to say is I'm going to take my, all right, here's my thing. Is Ohio State Nick Saban's great white whale? Meaning is that the last hurdle for him um, to, to of, of a behemoth program to beat? Uh, now, you could say Oregon, but we hadn't played Oregon. Um, you could say Nebraska, I guess. You, but Nebraska's kind of sucked for a while. I don't know if they really count anymore. Um, you could say Utah, but we've only played them once, and that was kind of a BS thing. But Utah's not really a behemoth program either. You know, I was just looking. Besides every single SEC team, Nick Saban has beaten Florida State, Penn State, USC, Michigan, Clemson, Texas. Washington, Wisconsin, Oklahoma, West Virginia, and Louisville. That's a pretty damn strong lineup. And Notre Dame. Well, so many of those programs aren't at their best. I sort of look at it more like, to me, when I think of the matchup, I think of it being a revenge game. Because last time they played us, they they beat us. So Nick's been pretty good in those revenge games. And I think it'll be good in this one again if we get to play it. So – 
I, I think it was more of a revenge game than toppling one of the, the premium programs, but, but you make a good point. That is true. As a matter of fact, I think there's only two teams, and, and to me they're Ohio State and Clemson. And, and I only say that because those are the last two power programs with wins over us. I mean, the last time we played Clemson, they beat our ass. The last time we played Ohio State, they beat us in the Sugar Bowl. Those are the programs we need to beat to scream from the mountaintops that we are truly number one. And I'm glad that we get the opportunity to play one or the other in the championship game just simply because, hey, you're clearly college football's best program if you're Alabama and you beat either either team. And Ohio State proved uh, in a 60-minute game that they're just better than Clemson. And uh, now Alabama will get the opportunity for, uh, for revenge. But, yeah, Nick's uh, – Nick's, you, you make a good point. Nick's put a lot of pelts on the wall. Um, and now, Jimmy, just as we've been doing this podcast, I just pulled up Twitter just for the heck of it, and this postponement thing is all over the place. Aaron Suttles has put out college football playoff national championship game postponement. I've been told SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey is pushing hard against the postponement. I mean, you just can't do it. And first of all, you know, how about somebody like me? I just bought my plane tickets. I just got my hotel and I just got my tickets. You think about the fans for once here, guys. Yep. I mean, yep. just- and again, I want details. If it's postponed, screw this privacy stuff. Yeah. How many Ohio State players were sick? How many were out to contact tracing? And tell us what the deal is with their tracing. That's too easy to fake. Hey, and if you got two guys, I mean, I, I just, I just don't trust anyone in college football. I'm not saying you can trust Alabama and not trust anyone else. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is, if Ohio State doesn't want to play this game because Justin Fields' ribs are busted up, and they do have two guys with COVID, and they call and they say we need to postpone. We got two guys with COVID, and and the and the the powers that be say, oh no, no, you got two guys with COVID. You still have to play. They're going to send those two guys with COVID into the defensive back room, and they're going to piss and shit all over the walls until everybody in the room's got it. See what I'm saying? I mean, it would be so easy. <laughs> if I were the guys that they were trying to give it to, I'd be like, hey, coach, this, this, we don't mind getting COVID, but could we just, like, could you just spit in our mouth? I mean, you have to shit. Yeah, can, that guy just, can that guy just kiss me or something? <laughs> do we have to do it this way? we have nope, to do, we it, have this to do it this way. There's no other way to do it. <laughs> this is what the doctor said. <laughs> it's our, our Ohio State, the Big Ten commissioner has chimed in and said, uh, by, by law 6.32B says, defecating on the walls while urinating on said walls is the only way to transmit a disease when you're trying to delay a game because your quarterback has broken ribs. Sorry. <laughs> we can't keep yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm la- we're, guys- we're laughing because I don't want to be screaming and yelling. But I'm going, I mean, it would have to be a hot and see 130 teams in this country, 130 teams. If you told me they're going to postpone a game, postpone a game, the national championship game at the request of a school, I'd tell you at 130 teams, well, don't do it because Ohio state asked. I mean, how many breaks do they get? <sighs> if, if this is rescheduled, I, I mean, I, I swear to God, I'm going to be disappointed in us if we actually play them. I, I just, it's, 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 total bullshit somebody's got to call them on it yeah and then if we don't play him you know it all be we dodged him like nick saban's alabama is scared to play anybody hell we played kansas city chiefs 
Oh God. All right. Well, Jimmy, that's going to wrap it. That's going to wrap yeah, it up. We'll leave it on that note. Yeah, boy, this boy, is a boy, wild we cover a lot yeah. today. God, I, uh, I hope there's a pedophile trip to Chuck E. Cheese. We're <laughs> shitting and pissing on the walls. We bought up that that dirty Cardi B song about seven times. I really hope See, there's some is... first-time listeners. They'll be like, what the hell is this podcast? <laughs> Did you say you really hope there's some last-time listeners? <laughs> Just one-time listener, yeah. Um, all right, buddy. We'll call it a day. By the time, out, by the time we do this again, tune in tomorrow. We're already entitling the show. Boy, are we going to be mad. <laughs> two old, two grumpy old men. Uh, all right. All right, buddy. Roll like an old man returning, like an old man returning soup at a deli. <laughs> Just say roll tide. Roll tide. <laughs>